Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's not that girls cancel on you that should piss you off. It's that you don't have any other girls in your rotation, bro. We're going live. We'll do it live. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. Good morning, everybody. How the hell are you? It's Wednesday. We are live. And StreamYard is having trouble streaming to <laughs> streaming to Facebook again. God bless. I have to post this again later. This a, StreamYard needs to get their shish together. Actually, it's meta. It's not even, it's not even StreamYard, I think. Like they they just recently posted an update that uh Meta posted an update that's preventing third-party schedulers from posting content to Instagram if you have a minimum age requirement set. So I have my Instagram set as a, you have to be 18 to view it, right? Keeps me out of trouble with them. But now I can't post anything with like, you know, schedule anything out with Loomly. Like I could schedule everything out on all social media, but I can't schedule it out on Loomly. I have to manually go in there and post crap. It's annoying. So Meta needs to get their shish together. Apparently all their engineers are on vacation right now. Um, so look at, listen, we're not talking about that today. <laughs> we are going to be talking about sales pipelines today. We are going to have ourselves a rah-rah sales meeting. All right. Have any of you guys ever had a sales job? If for whatever reason, in a lot of sales jobs, you meet up in the morning and you have yourselves a hype meeting, you get yourself pumped. You guys get yourself juiced in the morning. Juice, baby, juice. <laughs> I used to uh, used to do door-to-door office supply sales um, when I got out of the Navy. It was like my second job outside the Navy. And... We'd learn stuff about like the four impulse factors and the five steps to a sale and the and the 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 eight steps to success, right? All of it, all of which is outlined in my new book, guys. I talk about that in my book. (laughs) But um, another thing that I talk about in my book is Grant Cardone's comment about not being upset about losing a sale. But by not, uh, you're you're upset that you didn't fill your pipeline, right? That's from his book, Seller Be Sold. I actually I quote that in the book, what in my dating and spinning plates chapter, because that's essentially what it comes down to, right? And I got the inspiration for this uh, this episode because of one of my one of my tier two clients, and uh, I like to keep my clients anonymous, right? So I always, if I ever talk about my clients, it's always you know some guy, right? So you don't know who their name is or whatever, but it's, it's confidential, but this did happen. Um, at this client, he managed to develop one itis for a chick, despite my warnings and telling him to keep prospecting. Right. He had this one girl like that. He, he just had his sights on this one girl. And I was like, dude, 
you are, it really sounds like you got one-itis for this chick. You need to keep swiping on the apps. You need to keep going out to bars. You need to keep cold approaching. Whatever your method, your primary method for sourcing new chicks is, you need to keep doing that, right? Even though you're talking to this one chick and things seem to be going well, you need to keep talking to other chicks. You have to. You absolutely have to, right? And just like clockwork, like clockwork, he overpursued and scared her off. And then <clears throat> he was getting really down about it. He was getting really upset about it. And then he found her profile on Hinge and just absolutely lost. I can't say it. We're not at the eight-minute mark. He just lost his, his crap, right? He, he called her up and just like let her have it. Gave her a piece of his mind. Held her accountable, guys. Right? And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You cannot be doing that. That's a good way to get yourself a restraining order, bro. Right? You can't do that. And the reason why you're upset is because you went, you put all your eggs in this one basket and then you over pursued and you scared her off. That's what happens. Right? You cannot do that. You have to have. You have to have two in the kitty. You know what I mean? You have to have other girls that you're pursuing. You have to have other things besides this girl to keep your mind off of the one girl, right? So that you don't do that. So you don't over pursue. You don't come across as needy and you don't scare them away, <laughs> right? But uh, so I told him, I said, look, dude, you are not upset that you lost the sale in the case of this girl, right? Or, or in this case, this girl, you're not upset that you lost the sale. You're upset that you didn't have your pipeline filled. You didn't have other options lined up, right? <clears throat> oh, man, we got some people in the chat this morning. We've got, uh, let's see here. Yes, Nathan, never let your pipeline run dry. That's right. It's like sales. Keep the leads flowing, definitely. And Nurse Chick, good morning, chat. Happy hunting. Dirty. Uh <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, should do more talking about marketing sales. This is the next wave. Yeah. Well, I mean, dating is sales. Dating is mar like dating is marketing, you know? Let's see. Actually heard uh, Facebook might be better to upload your streams to versus live streaming. Oh, well, I did it what, last week. One of my streams didn't stream to, to Facebook and it didn't do that great. Yeah, bro. I went. It was. I went and did. Uh, did biceps yesterday. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Ed's Ed gave a ten dollars super chat. I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna save that until after we. Uh, after we get to the eight minute mark. I'm lifting heavy, but I'm doing drop sets. I'm doing drop sets. I like doing drop sets, right? And if you guys don't know what drop sets are, um, I actually don't talk about it in my my fitness chapter, but. Drop sets are where you lift as heavy as you possibly can, do as many reps as you can, right? Sometimes it's even like one or two or even three reps, you know, and you just can't do any more. And then you drop it down by like five or 10 pounds. And then you do as many sets as you can. You just go down the stack. You know what I mean? I like doing those. It's basically one set till failure on each exercise. I like doing that. I like doing that. All right. Okay. <clears throat> so. Why is a sales pipeline important, guys? Okay, so like I said before, I used to do door-to-door -door off supply sales and we used to do we used to do rah-rah sales meetings in the morning, get hyped up. But the problem with that job, one, was it was commission only. So that was rough. 
right? And then two, you could only get first time sales, right? So if you went to a customer and you're like, hey, uh, you know, who are you, who are you using for your office supplies? If they were like, it, it was Quill office supplies we were selling. And Quill is owned by Staples, by the way. And so we go in there. If they said that they're they're they were a client of Staples already or a client of Quill already, we were like, okay, great, just check it in, making sure you you know you had what you need. But we wouldn't try to sell them anything because we weren't allowed to. We weren't allowed to. Our job was to get first time customers only. So you'd walk into a place if they got things from Office Max or Office Depot, you were you were you know you're supposed to sell them on Quill. Usually we try to sell them like ink cartridges or something, right? <laughs> and, but we could only get new sales. We weren't allowed to make a pipeline. And so I talk about this in the book too, right? Um, the problem with not being able to get a pipeline going is that you're relying on first time sales. And first time sales are very, it's very law of averages. It's very hit or miss, right? But if you could build up a pipeline of customers, people that you're developing trust with, uh, you know, people that you've sold to before, right? Prior customers, it's easier to get sales from previous customers, people that you've already built a relationship with of some kind than it is to get new sales. It just is, right? So if you could build up a pipeline, you could actually make more sales. And so if you are living off commission only, it behooves you to uh, have provided a, you know, a good experience to a, to a first time customer so that you can keep going back to that well. Like, hey, oh, do you need something else? Let me sell you something else, right? So uh, it actually makes sales easier if you have a pipeline. You see what I'm saying? And the same thing with, with dating. <laughs> same thing with dating, right? If a lot of guys, they date with sniper mentality, they go out and they just set their sights on one girl and they go all in, they get emotionally invested in one girl before she's even earned it. They go all in on this one chick. And then when that doesn't work out, when they over pursue, when they scare her away and she ghosts them or whatever, then they are pissed. They are pissed at her. And, and then, and, and then they have to go back to the drawing board. They got to start all over again. They got to get new first time clients every time. Right. As opposed to you're talking to one girl, you go on one date with her, but you're still talking to like other chicks and setting up dates and setting up new clients, <laughs> right? You set up these new clients and then your, your attention's not so focused on Susie over here. And if Susie drops off, who cares? Because you're talking to Linda and, and Lisa, right? So it's less stress. It's actually easier to date when you have a pipeline of chicks. Okay. We are past the eight minute mark. So Ed, $10 super chat. Always have a hard and full pipe. <laughs> yes. Yes. And because of that statement. I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? Yes, he definitely fucks. And then Nathan sent a $2 super, super chat. You get, you get this here. Uh... Talking about whores, people. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. All right. Thanks guys. <laughs> That helps. Uh, you're yes, you are more relaxed when you have options. You're 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 literally just less needy, right? And in a in everything in dating really comes down to pre-selection. It really does. Um, Sergio, yeah, Sergio likes to talk about pre-selection, right? He he's a big fan of of social circle game. 
which is a very effective strategy. And uh, in fact, Sergio is going to be on an upcoming podcast here. But what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, more relaxed. So it all comes out to pre-selection. Just you acting not needy tells a girl that you act like a guy with options, right? Women love guys with options. That's where like the pre-selection comes in. Basically, everything that you're doing, if you're doing it right in dating, it's telling a woman either consciously or subconsciously that you have options. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So it all comes down to that. How how you're how you carry yourself. Do you carry yourself like a guy that has options, or do you carry yourself like a guy who's needy as hell that doesn't have options? Does this guy fuck or does he not fuck? Right? That's what it all comes down to. So that being said, guys, be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications if you haven't done so already. And thanks for everybody that's sounding off in the comment section right now. This is going to make it go by much smoother. Thanks to everybody that sent super chats already. Continue to keep those coming in. That helps support the show more than anything else. And what else do we got here? Yeah, that's it. That's all we're going to talk about right now. <laughs> okay, so we talked about sales pipeline, right? The quote in my chapter about how, you know, it, it, we, we talked about how uh, you're not upset that you lost the sale. You're you're upset that you didn't fill your pipeline, right? So that's a, I, I, I put that quote in my spinning plates is the most efficient way to date sub chapter in my book, right? I have a whole chapter on dating and spinning plates, but like one of the last chapters is how uh, it's the most efficient way to date spinning plates, right? And so what I did, what I did is I, I went through, I copied that whole sub chapter. I pasted that some bitch into chat GPT. I said, Hey, give me a list of the top 10 concepts. So this should be fun. According to chat GPT, these are the top 10 concepts from that, that sub chapter. Okay. So the first, first concept we got here is spinning plates. What is spinning plates? What spinning plates, right? I describe it as a, I basically give you the description of what actually spinning plates is, right? It's a metaphor for dating multiple women simultaneously, but it's similar to a performer spinning multiple plates on sticks in a carnival act, right? You've all seen it. You know, a guy has sticks and he puts plates on it and he's holding multiple sticks and he sets them up. And as long as the plates keep spinning, they stay on top of the stick. But sometimes plates fall, right? Sometimes plates fall, but there's still other plates spinning. So what plate falls, no big deal. Pick up another plate, put it up on top, right? Start spinning that one again. That's, that's essentially what you're doing. It's plate theory, right? They call it, they call it plate theory. The next concept is, hmm, this might be a short episode. The next concept is social conditioning and plate theory, right? So the, so I talk about, um, societal programming that discourages men from dating multiple women, right? A lot of guys are, are, are too scared to do it, or, you know, they think it's uh, being disrespectful. They think that, um, you know, like, it's like cheating, right? Oh, you know, I, I wouldn't want her doing that to me, but, but so I'm not going to do that to her, right? Do one to others. So we're programmed to not do it, right? It's dishonest. It's disrespectful. Um, but the thing is that women naturally do this. Women are doing this, right? So if you go out there and you're like, I don't want to do this because I, I'm a nice guy. I wouldn't want to do that to another girl. I, I guarantee you she's doing it to you, okay? She's weighing her options. She's, you know, 
she's got a, a bunch of male orbiters. Women have so many more options than we do. They're weighing their options. They might not even they might not be sleeping with all these guys, but they're definitely looking at their options. They're they're in and and if they're just in the talking stage, that's what they call it, right? The talking stage with you, they are seeing other dudes. Okay. They might even be sleeping with other dudes. You have to assume they are, and you can't obsess over it. Okay. A lot of guys are like, oh, I don't, I wouldn't want to date a girl that's dating other guys at the same time. Like they're doing it. They're doing it, bro. They're doing it. So you need to be doing it too. And you're a fool if you don't. All right. So I have this, uh, this first paragraph from that chapter, right? The concept of spinning plates or plate theory is scary to a lot of guys. I think it's partially because we've been socially programmed to think this is wrong. This is that it's dishonest somehow. Disrespectful. The social conditioning only benefits women as it allows them to exercise and weigh their options, but men are often shamed for doing the same thing. Men call it spinning plates. Women just call it dating, right? This is women are natural plate spinners. <laughs> okay. If you are not doing it, you are a fool. Okay. Yes. Even nurse chick admits it, right? Agree with Nathan. That is how the whammon do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And actually, honestly, the, uh, you know, I say it all the time, right? Men call it spinning plates. Women just call it dating. I actually got that from a, a guy in my TikTok comments like two years ago. Um, can't remember what, I think he goes by cool guy, something or whatever. I cool guy in some numbers. And he's been following me since the beginning. And he said that one time and I was just like, dude, that's right. <laughs> that's a good way of doing it. What's this way? Should should you ever go out with a hot friend in a limited way or uh, for social proof? Yeah, you could do that. I mean, that's that's not a bad way of doing it. You could do that. <clears throat> See, the problem with guys, the problem, Ed, with guys hanging out with women is uh, it's okay to do, right, if you are like uh, Sergio and you're doing social social circle game. Because women actually make really good wing men or wing wing women, <laughs> right? Women make pretty good wing men. Uh, but a lot of times, nice guys, nice guys, right? Got recovering nice guys. They hang out with women because it's safe. And in order to get over nice guy syndrome, it is actually not that good to be hanging out with girlfriends that you're not fucking, right? It, it actually... Uh, it keeps guys in a state where they are not sexual and you have to be sexual. If you're going to uh, be successful with women, you have to embrace that sexuality and be willing to sexually escalate because if you don't do that, like women know that you don't fuck. Right. And so a lot of nice guys, they end up having a lot of girlfriends and they're in the friend zone. And uh, these women, they, you know, they know that you're just a friend, that I only see you as a friend and they have no sexual attraction to you. And it, it keeps nice guys playing it safe. You know what I mean? So it's there's good, good and bad things. If you are already fucking, then it's OK to have girlfriends and, and, and have them as wingmen. You know what I mean? But if you're getting over nice guy syndrome, it's good to, to limit your capacity with chicks that you're not fucking. Right. Right. OK. All right, guys, uh, if you don't already, follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Get on the email list, guys, list.comeonmanpod.com. I'm going to mail you some free stickers. 
If you don't want the stickers, just put don't want stickers in the address field. Okay. Don't, don't make me waste a stamp, especially you international bastards. <clears throat> You'll also get a PDF with 20 dating app openers that are guaranteed to capture a woman's attention in the first seven words. And now you get a free chapter of my book on the four different ways to meet women, right? It's actually in the, the subchapter is called how to meet women. And there, there just happens to be four basic ways to do it, including social circle game. Shout out to Sergio. <laughs> and let's see here. Speaking of the book, you can get the Kindle edition of the book at, uh, if you go to books.comeonmanpod.com, that redirects to my author's page on Amazon. You can get the pre-order, the Kindle edition for only 99 cents. The uh, the paperback, the hardcover, and the special edition, uh, Ryan Stone calls it Flaming Red Tits, the book. <laughs> that all comes out on December 11th, guys. And uh, let's see here. Yeah. And then check out my Practical Law of Attraction course, guys. Today, did my, my camera just cut out there for a second? Somehow I'm on Wi-Fi. Why am I on Wi-Fi? Let's turn Wi-Fi off. Please say that I didn't cut the stream. Is the stream still here, guys? Drop a one in the chat. Drop a one in the chat if I'm still here. It sh shows me as live still, but you never can tell. Drop a, drop a one in the chat, please, so I know that I'm still live here. But I had to turn Wi-Fi off. Somehow Wi-Fi was on. It was causing problems. Ah, Nurse Chick says I'm still live. Okay, thank you. So let me play a commercial for this. You can, this is like the last two days you can get 30% off with code THANKFUL2023. And then we'll continue our, our conversation. Are you struggling to find a good quality woman? They are very rare indeed these days. If you spend any time at all watching content in the men's podcast space, or you spend time on dating apps or going out to clubs, you're seeing low quality promiscuous women. You're finding women with daddy issues and personality disorders or a myriad of other red flags and you are frustrated. I get it, brother, but what if I were to tell you that the reason why you're only seeing these types of women is because of your mindset, because of your paradigm. We get what we focus on in life and you have trained your mind to focus on the type of women that you don't want. So those are the types of women that keep showing up for you again and again. Let's change that mindset today. If you're a guy looking to attract high quality, submissive women into your life, then I've got the perfect solution for you. And let me tell you, brother, it's all about mindset. That's right. You've got to reprogram your thinking to focus on the type of women you do want. That's where my practical law of attraction course comes in. It's packed with proven psychology based techniques that will help you manifest your dream woman. Trust me. You won't find this stuff anywhere else. Explained in such a simple, easy to use way. And let me tell you, when you start using these methods, you'll be amazed at how quickly things start changing for you. Picture this, you're out on the town, feeling confident and magnetic. All the women are drawn to you like moth to a flame. And best of all, you're attracting the type of women that are submissive and high quality. It's not that they weren't there before, that you weren't aware of them before. My course will teach you how to be more hyper aware of the kind of women that you actually want. It will teach you to believe that you're the most attractive man around. And when you believe it, you'll carry yourself that way. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for my course today. Visit loa.comeonmanpod.com. That's loa.comeonmanpod.com. 
start living the life you've always dreamed of. Don't miss out on this opportunity to up your game and find the woman of your dreams. The law of attraction is nothing without action. So what are you waiting for? Act now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back now, guys. Hey, Elena, what's up? Shout out to Elena. She gave us. She gave us this. Shame this horse. Yes. <laughs> Elena's going to be on the podcast on Monday, guys. Tune into that. All right. So the next concept in the book, in the book, is uh, competition and options. So I talk about. Uh, that women are attracted to men with options. We've already talked about that a little bit, right? Having multiple plates, women in rotation creates competition anxiety. Creates competition anxiety. Also uh, leads women to invest more in a man they perceive as having uh, other desirable options, right? So the funny thing is about women is that uh, they are competitive as hell, whether they agree with that or not. <clears throat> so in all women... All women want to uh, be that, that they all think they're a special snowflake. They all think that they're, you know, they've got that, they're all perfect tens and they all want to be perceived as that one special girl, right? So if a girl thinks, right, you don't even have to really have options, right? If a girl thinks you have options by your actions, their, uh, their hamster wheel is going to start spinning. And they're going to be like, this. there's something about this guy. He's He's got to have a bunch of hoes. He's got to have a bunch of hoes on lock, right? If they think that, they are going to try harder. It causes them to invest more because they all want to be the one that is able to lock down a high-value man, right? They think that you're a high-value man. They want to lock you down. They want to be the one that can tame the beast, right? Look at Beauty and the Beast, right? He's this, this rough edges guy and only beauty can tame him and turn him into a beta. <laughs> but they all want to do that, right? It's a fantasy. They want you to pick them out of all your options and that makes them feel special. You see what I'm saying? So women that like, they're, it, it, it almost turns them on thinking that you have other options. Okay. Now you could go like full mode one and straight up tell them, Hey, I'm, I'm dating around. I'm seeing other women. Right. Some women like, like that. Some women don't care. Some women, uh, will, you know, they'll go their own way. Right. They'll, they'll be like, well, I'm not, I'm not seeing another guy that's seeing other women. I prefer, I prefer to be a little more mode two with that. Right. A little more indirect game. They ask you, Hey, are you seeing other women? You say, oh, he's got room for one more right? Always got room for one more. That could mean I'm seeing a hundred women. I'm seeing one other woman. I'm seeing no other women, right? Let their hamster wheel work to your advantage. Okay. That's what I recommend. <clears throat> I also talk about one-itis versus abundance mindset. Okay. I explore the, the drawbacks of sniper mentality. And I talked about this a little bit at the beginning, but sniper mentality, 
uh, I believe is a Rolo Tomasi ism. Um, and he may have gotten that from like the so swap forums or whatever, but basically when you're a, a, like a sniper, <laughs> I go into, into detail about this. Like what does a sniper do? Right. Sniper sits there. They're calculating windage. They're, you know, they're, they're gauging the distance to the target and they got to figure out the elevation for the one target, the one target, <laughs> right? If they shoot and they miss that one target, God damn it. Now they got to do all the calculations over again. Right. It's frustrating. But having uh, an abundance mindset and going spinning plates, uh, I believe Rolo talks about it as it's more like a shotgun approach, right? You just go up and you don't even have to aim that good. <laughs> you don't even have to aim that good. You're going to hit something, right? You just, you don't even aim a shotgun. You just, you point it. You put the bead on something and you literally just point it at the target. You're going to hit it, right? So one-itis versus abundance mindset, right, is the same thing. Uh, one-itis is where, you know, a man overly fixates on one woman and he just goes all in. He puts all of his eggs in one basket. And then when that doesn't work out, he gets frustrated because he's got to start all over again. It's frustrating as hell. It's literally the most inefficient way to date, right? So I don't care how you're sourcing your women, whether it's social circle game, whether it's dating apps, whether it's social media, whether it's cold approach. All right. If you have to do that and start all over from, from square one every time it's going to get frustrating. Um, and I know, cause I used to be a dater like that. I used to be a bad dater. That's how bad daters date. Okay. Good daters. <clears throat> they, they go out, they meet a woman, they get her number. Right. And then they keep going out and they keep meeting other women and getting more numbers. And then uh, they ask all these different women on dates. Some, and this, this is this comes down to the sales funnel, right? The sales funnel versus sales pipeline. But a sales funnel is, right? You're you're funneling them down to the actual date, <laughs> right? So um, I'm going to be working on a course near the end of the uh, end of December. Um, it, hopefully, I'll have it out by January. It's got no cold approach to the cow pasture. I'm going to talk about. Two, like mainly two different ways of dating, especially for guys in flyover country, right? But it's it's all the principles are the same. But one of those is is social media game, and uh, and I learned this from my my friend uh, Benny Lichtenwalner, who I mentioned actually quite a bit in the book. Um, I mentioned Benny quite a bit in the book. Benny doesn't do date coaching anymore, though. He does breakup coaching, uh, but he developed. So a social media strategy for dating that is just top tier. And he told me I could talk about it in my, in my course because he's not really teaching it anymore. And so I'm going to teach Benny's strategy in the course, but his strategy, it's, it's a grind, right? It's all a grind, no matter what you're doing, it's all a grind, right? So you got to find one that works best for you. But the social media strategy is like, you're literally like uh, every day adding 30 chicks right? Adding 30 chicks on, on Facebook or, or Instagram. You're, you're going out to, to, and, and trying to see if a woman looks like she might be eligible. You add her as a friend and you can only add up to like 30 friends a day. <clears throat> then like a week later, you go out and you, uh, you open these chicks with a virtual cold approach. So basically you open them up with a video message, right? Now out of 30 chicks a day, you're going to have a, you're going to have a, you know, maybe I'm going to on the high end, right? 20 that 
uh, that accept your friend request. Okay. This is high end. You probably won't even have 20 that accept your friend request. But out of the out of the ones that you do get a friend request from and that you you open with with uh messages, you're only going to get uh let's let's just cut this down again. You're only gonna get 10 that reply to your your video messages. And then out of those 10 that actually reply, you're probably gonna get five dates. You know what I mean? So at, you start off with 30 chicks and it's literally 30 chicks a day, but then you get five dates out of those 30. You see what I'm saying? That's your funnel, right? You're starting with a big wide net and you're funneling it down to actual in-person dates. Out of those chicks that you schedule dates with, those five chicks, you, you might actually go on one or two dates because the other, the other three are going to flake on you because women are inherently flaky as hell. Okay. So it's all, it's all funnel. Right. But if you date with sniper mentality and you go to set a date and a chick flakes on you, a chick ghosts you, you actually do make it on a date and then she doesn't want to see you again. Now you got to start the process all over again. You see what I'm saying? So you want to keep that funnel flowing and you want to build your pipeline of options. Okay. So even if you get in front of a chick and you are on a date with her, you want to continue doing, you want to continue the sales funnel. Okay. Until you've built up your rotation of manageable women, right? Some guys will, they, they'll juggle, you know, 10, 20 chicks at a time. I used to find that four was my max. <laughs> like four was, was the, the most that I was willing to handle at one time. And I, but, but the big problem with that was I could only date every other week because I'm a single dad, you see. So you just gotta, you gotta come up with at least a, a number that works good for you. You see what I'm saying? All right. I think, I think we're, I think we're uh, getting the point across here, guys. Um, did I, talk, I talked about the email. Okay. Yes. Let's talk about, I talked about the book. Oh, here, this is what we want to talk about. Beer club guys. The next meetup is going to be December 7th, right? We do a, we do a virtual hangout every month. The last, God, how many have we done now? Five or six? They've all had good turnouts. We've had so many people, and I, I was doing them on StreamYard. We've had so many people that I had to like bring people in and out, right? So Thor said, Hey, Paul, why don't you why don't you use my my uh, pro zoom account? And uh, because we can have up to a hundred dudes in there. So the next meetup's gonna be over Zoom, but it's only 10 bucks a month. You can sign up for a free trial. So sign up on the Monday before, right? I think it's actually next next week, right? I think it's next week. Sign, sign up on the fourth for the free trial, right? Show up for the meeting. If you like it, stay in the club. If you don't like it, cancel any time. No harm, no foul, okay? But it's a good group of dudes. We also have a private Telegram community that's really active. Uh, the guys in there are talking pretty much every day, and they're swapping notes and talk about random stuff. Thor dropped a bunch of dirty pictures in there yesterday. It's great. It's great. It's good times. And on top of the beer club, guys, you get a free... You get a free... Uh, EPUB edition of my book. Okay. So if you have, if you have a, an e-reader, you don't have to buy the Kindle edition. You can just get it for free by joining the club. Okay. I'm making it available for all the guys that join the club. All right. So join the beer club and then coaching's available at gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. I have two tiers available for that. If you need help with any of this kind of stuff, guys, it, it, it does help to have a coach, right? Saying, Hey man, you're fucking up here. Hey man, you are going, you are, you are, you have one itis for this chick and you need to keep sourcing other chicks. Okay. You have to do it. Right. Cause sometimes 
guys won't do that stuff if they don't have someone like you know slapping them in the in the head going hey what the fuck are you doing <laughs> what the fuck are you doing man right oh beer club sandwich with a feisty pint <laughs> oh ladies love the single debt they do they do they do anywho all right so that's all the pitches i got today guys um so the next one I talk about here is attachment and Buddhism. <laughs> so I got, I learned this from Dr. Robert Glover. I never realized this before. Right. But Buddha taught us, right. I'm not a Buddhist, but Buddha taught us that attachment is the, the source of all human suffering. Right. And so a lot of guys when they're dating, especially guys with sniper mentality is they they put an attachment to the outcome, right? They, they get what's called chronesthesia where they mentally time travel, right? They guys will do this on dating apps without even having met the chick. They will be having these, like these lengthy conversations over text with these chicks for days and weeks on end. They'll be mentally thinking about like marrying these chicks and like having sex with them and oh life's gonna be so good we're gonna be skipping and frolicking in the in you know on the beach <laughs> or whatever and then when the girl like ghosts them or whatever they're just completely like torn apart right because they put an attachment on the outcome um you'll find that when you're you get really good at closing for numbers right number closes when you get really good at that you'll you'll be you'll be like shooting fish in a barrel it's really easy to get girls numbers especially if you're a, you're a closer right coffee coffee's for closers okay if you're really good at closing for numbers you're going to feel pretty good about it but what you'll find is none of it means anything it means fuck all until you have the girl sitting in front of you or next to you on a date Okay, means fucking nothing. The the best number closes closes in the world still have girls flaking out on them. Okay, girls just have so many options; they're flaking out all the goddamn time, right? It's 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 so odd the amount of women that have like all sorts of last minute personal issues, right? Oh, I ju I just can't today. Um, you know, I'm gonna have to cancel. Uh, like it just it's <laughs> it's absurd how many girls uh have personal issues last minute when they have dates lined up. It's, 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 it's like, there's, what's going on here? <laughs> what's going on here? It's because they have like multiple options and they think that they have a better option, right? That's, that's really what it comes down to. So you've got to let go of any kind of attachment to outcome when it comes to dating and, 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 and spinning plates, right? And, and part of letting go of that attachment to outcome is spinning plates, having multiple women in your pipeline that, okay, well, she canceled, you know? Have, and you have something else going on. You have something else that you could do that night, right? Um, it's just better that way, right? Um, and also, one of the ways that I would, I was able to let go of attachment to outcome is I looked at, I started treating dating like a science experiment, right? Okay, did this number close work? Cool, that's data. I collected data, right? Oh, did she, you know, I confirmed the night before she's ready to go. Okay, cool dates on for tomorrow show up for the date you know just treat like a science experiment okay is my body language good okay is my am i doing 80 percent of the talking right or or am i doing 20 percent of the talking you wanted to be doing 20 percent of the talking you want to let her do 80 percent of the talking 
Okay, cool. All this is going well. I'm having fun with her. Okay, let me go for a kiss. Okay. Oh, was she receptive to the kiss? Okay. You know, right? Like just you're just collecting data points, collecting data points. You are, you know, you don't care. You don't care if you get a second date with her, right? I mean, it's good. You, I mean, it's nice. It's nice. Oh, she went, oh shit, she melted in my arms when I fucking kissed her. Okay, okay, cool. You know, but you 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 apply the process to it. And you let go, you just take a, a step back with your emotions and let go of all attachments. Okay. It works out with her. Cool. It doesn't work out with her. Cool. Okay. She, she cancels on you and that, without giving you an alternative time, tells you everything you need to know. No harm, no foul. Right. You let go of all attachment. Then you don't, you don't feel it necessary to tell a, tell a bitch off and hold her accountable. You don't care right? You're really just testing for interest. Does she have interest or doesn't she? Right? Let go of that attachment. Okay. Uh, concept is uh, pipeline dating, right? We talked, we talked about the agnosium already, right? I, I draw parallels with sales. Um, let's see here. Fake it till you make it. I talk about this in the chapter too, right? You want to project an image of having options even before you actually do have options, okay? Um, so if you don't have options, this is a this is a problem with a lot of guys. They they you want to act like you have options, okay? So you're not you don't want to be texting on Friday and Saturday nights. You want to uh, not schedule dates like you don't want to schedule first dates or even second dates if you haven't slept with them on a Friday or Saturday night. Like they have to earn Friday or Saturday nights. Those are prime date nights. They have to earn that by sleeping with you. So Friday and Saturday nights are reserved for chicks that you're already sleeping with. Okay. And the reason being is you want to project the concept in their, in their monkey brain, right? Their subconscious or even, you know, the, the, their hamster wheel. You want them to think that you have options. Guys with options always have something going on on a Friday or Saturday night. Okay. So if you're not available on Friday or Saturday nights, she's thinking, oh, he's probably out with other chicks. Right. If she texts you on a, on a Friday night, even if you don't have anything going on, don't reply to that text. Don't like, leave it, leave it unread. Okay. Don't even like read it and not get back to her. Cause like some people have the read receipts turned on. Don't even like literally don't even look at it. Okay. You might look at it in the preview pane, but don't, actually open up the message okay reply to her in the morning just be like oh hey just seeing this now what's up right because that's going to project that you have other things going on if you're a busy guy and you're not replying to texts all the time they're going to think that you have other things going on okay and you should be having other things going on but until you do you have to fake it till you make it okay uh even if you uh, only have one date lined up with one chick, you want to continue swiping on the apps. You want to continue. If you're doing social media game, you want to continue adding the friends and, and, and doing the video openers. If you're social circle, you want to continue like uh, Sergio likes to hang out at uh, Hooters, right? You want to continue hanging out at Hooters and talking to the Hooters waitresses. Okay. You want to continue going to parties with the Hooters waitresses. If you're uh, cold approaching, you want to set aside uh, at least, you know, two or three nights a week that you're going out trying to get cold approach numbers. Now, the problem with cold approach 
Um, and I talk about in the book, right? If you actually, if you guys get the, um, get on the email list, you'll get this chapter on, on the four ways to meet women. There are pros and cons to each of these methods, right? And, and on cold approach, it's literally like door to door office supply sales. Okay. It's you're working the law of averages. <laughs> Some women aren't going to be available. Some women, you know, like they're not going to be interested stuff like that. And so you have to, it, you're, you're limited to a geographical area like a small location that you're hoping there's going to be a lot of, a lot of available chicks at that, at that moment. Right. So if that's your method, cool, but you know, you might go out on like three nights a week and, and only get like one or two numbers. You know what I mean? So there's like, I, I kind of think that social media game is, is better in this regards. Cause you could still do almost, you could do a virtual color approach with a video opener and you have a larger geographical area to work with. Okay. That's just, that's just me, but whatever. If you like doing the cold approach stuff, fucking do it. Like if that works for you, fucking do it. Okay. But, uh, whatever it is, if you, if you only have one date lined up, if you have no dates lined up, you have to keep going out and doing, it. you got to set aside time to do it. Okay. Don't be trying to like, Oh, I got one girl on, on lock here and, and then try to like occupy her time for the whole entire fucking week. You should only be seeing uh, a girl once a week, about once a week, you know, until, until she brings up exclusivity. And then if, even if you, if you, if exclusivity is not what you want, then you continue to see her only for once a week. Okay. If she brings up exclusivity, then you can let all the other plates, brought, but you got to let her bring that shit up. Right. You don't want to be the guy that's bringing up this. Oh, Hey, you know, the, where, what are we talking? Trying to lock a girl down or being like, well, I'm not seeing anybody. Are you seeing anybody? You don't want to be that guy that's bringing that shit up. Okay. If you are doing that, you are fucking up. Right. You want her, you want to use hypergamy to your advantage. Women have to lock a guy down. That's just evolutionary psychology. Okay. So until that, until that time that she brings up exclusivity, you want to be sourcing new women and you want to be, you know, at least filling your pipeline until your pipeline's full. And then you want to be dating all these chicks. Okay. And then when one plate falls, as soon as one plate falls, you need to start the process over again and you need to start sourcing a new chick, right? You got to keep that pipeline filled. All right. Um, communication strategies. Yeah, I talk about communicating indirectly about dating multiple women. We talked about that already, right? Being vague. Um, that's like I, like I said, that's that's considered mode two behavior, right? But I I think that uh, letting a woman, a woman's imagination is your 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 most powerful weapon in this whole process, right? Letting them think that you have other options, whether you do or don't, it, it's gonna it's gonna help you out because of that pre-selection. Uh, strategic dating times. I talk about that planning and setting up dates, boiling pride date nights. Uh, we talked about that a little bit and then texting and phone etiquette. So I talk about it in the book that phone calls and text messaging is for logistics only. It's not for building rapport and maintaining it. Uh, it's not for building rapport and like, you know, keeping like just keeping conversations going and stuff like that. It's just, it's not for that. Right. And a lot of guys are like, oh, she's going to forget about me if I don't keep texting her. No, she fucking won't. Okay. Women aren't stupid. All right. If you make a really good impression, she's going to be thinking about you and she's going to be wondering why you're not texting. And if she's wondering about you, that's building, that's letting her hamster wheel work. You want that mystery. 
you want to keep that mystery going. That's going to build attraction long-term, but blowing up her phone constantly about like, Hey, I just ate a ham sandwich. Hey, I just went to the gym. Hey, good morning, beautiful. Hey, uh, I was just thinking about you. Hey, you know, like if you're doing that kind of shit, you're, you're being needy and that turns chicks off. Okay. And that's another thing that guys do. They are addicted to fucking texting. You got to stop that shit. Right. If she texts you, okay, if it's not on a Friday or Saturday night and you don't have anything going on, you can reply back to her, but keep that texting to a minimum, right? Banter back and forth a little bit and then get the fuck off that. Get the fuck off the uh, the texting app, right? Go do something. Go go read a book or something, okay, you know? But you got to stay busy and you can't be texting all for, you know, all day, every day. And if a chick is a needy texter, a lot of chicks are, a lot of chicks are just as addicted to texting as we are. You got to train her, man. You got to space that texting out. You got to not reply right away, right? You got to like look at her text message and be like, you know what? I'm going to reply to that after I'm done doing X, Y, and Z tasks. Or if you don't have anything going on, set a timer app and say, I'll, I'll text her in an hour and then find something to do. Okay. This will train you to not be a needy texter. Just don't reply back right away and really space those texts out and train her. Okay. Now, if you've just had a date with a chick and you're waiting, you know, two or three days before reaching out, asking her again, and she does reach out, that's a good sign. That's her chasing you. And you want to use that as an opportunity to set the next date. Okay. So if she reaches out, awesome. Just assume that she wants to see you again and banter back and forth and then find a segue to set another date. Okay. Then get the fuck off the phone, but you don't want to just be texting uh, it's just unattractive behavior and you're going to get a chick ghosting you if you do that. Okay. Um, that's pretty much it guys. That's, that is the, uh, the main concepts from that chapter. It's the, uh, why spinning plates is the most e efficient way to date. Okay. It doesn't matter how you're sourcing your women though. You want to be dating multiple women. That's pretty much all I got guys. Thanks for tuning in. Um, tune in Friday. I just finished my third pass of No More Mr. Nice Guy. And this is why we read books multiple times, guys, because you you always find something new that you didn't realize before, right? When you're reading a book and, you, and we only retain about 10% of the information we read or listen to. And one of the things like I, I this is my third time, like I said, I never realized it before because I wasn't paying attention, but there's about 46 breaking free exercises to help guys get over nice guy syndrome in that book. And I, and I recall I was listening to, I was watching uh, red evening, I think with uh, Jack Napier and, and Rob says maybe six or seven months ago. And Rob was talking about no more Mr. Nice guy and how important it is for guys to do the exercises in the, in the, in the book. And I was like, there's exercises in that book. And I, <laughs> and it, cause I'd only listened to it twice. I totally didn't even, I totally forgot about it. I, I think I probably, my mentally skipped over that stuff. And, and I was like, well, let's see that like the first half of the book is all about like toxic shame and all this stuff. And I'm like, I never, I don't ever had, I never had a toxic shame that I could, you know, recall. So I, you know, I, I like doing exercises didn't seem like something I needed to do, but this time going through the book, I was listening to all the different exercises. I was like, you know what? It would be good to do a, a stream on some of those exercises. So I'm going to try to like, you know, list out about 10, 10 or so, and we'll, we'll go through all the different exercises and how they might, and we could discuss if you guys are in the live, 
we can discuss how they might benefit you from doing it. Now, some of the stuff he's talking about, like, you know, like if, let's say you're married or you have a girlfriend and you're trying to get over your nice guy behavior. He talks about like doing it with your partner, right? Like going through and, and, and doing some of these exercises with your girl. I don't know if that's a smart thing to do. You know what I mean? Like women kind of want guys to just get it, you know? And if you talk, if you, if you read like the married man's sex life primer, he talks about doing this stuff and not telling your girl you're doing this stuff. Just do it, you know, do the shit, work on yourself, change your actions. She'll see that, that change in behavior. Um, and she'll test you and all that stuff. And you just have to get past the test, but she's going to like the new you, you don't, you, you want to demonstrate, not explicate kind of thing, right? Talk, talk, don't talk about it, be about it. So I don't, I, I disagree with that, but he does also talk about like having safe, like safe people that you can talk to about this stuff. That's where like the beer club comes in. That's where men's groups come in. That's why I even came up with the idea of the beer club is because of that book, right? He talks about how important it is for men to connect with other men. So uh, if you guys are in the beer club and you guys want to do some of those exercises and, and talk to the guys in the group, like that's a, that's a good place to do it. Right. So we'll go over that Friday. Um, if you guys haven't done so already, please like subscribe, hit those notifications. Right. Thanks to everybody that sounded off in the, in the comment section, the, the live chat today. I really appreciate it. If you guys are watching the replay, drop a comment below. Any comment will do an emoji. doesn't matter. If you guys are listening on your favorite audio platform of choice, give us a five-star review. Um, thanks for all the super chats, guys. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Get on the email list. Get the free stickers. Get the 20 dating app openers to help you build your pipeline. And, uh, and then also you can download the uh, free chapter on uh, the four ways to meet women. If you get on the list there and then get the book guys, the book's going to drop December 11th. You can get the, this isn't even the final cover. This was like a concept cover and I've actually made it better. Uh, the, con the, the, the final cover is actually pretty slick and there's a special edition coming out that has, um, you know, dinosaurs and explosions and stuff like that. <laughs> for you guys that want something ridiculous. Um, I'm also going to have autograph copies available on Gumroad. Um, so those, those will be available same day uh, or at the same time, I should say. Uh, you'll just order those directly from me. I'm going to, I'm going to have a whole bunch on standby here that I can mail out to you. They're, the the paperback versions are going to be the same price as Amazon. The hardcover is actually going to be cheaper than Amazon. Um, Cause I can do that by, with this method. Check out the Practical Law of Attraction course, guys. Join the beer club. I already talked about that. It's only 10 bucks a month. Next meetup is December 7th. And then coaching's available at gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. That's all I got, guys. We will see you on Friday. This has been the Come On Man podcast. Now, go out and get it.